Welcome to Ion Franchising. Are you looking for business opportunities? Well, you are in the right place. We represent over 650 franchises and business opportunities. We will help you find your perfect franchise for free. We even have a free assessment on our website that will help us determine what the best business is for you based on your investment level, mindset, skill set, and life experiences. This is Ion Franchising, where we share our vision for your franchise future. I'm your host, Lance Growlick. Each week, we will speak to fascinating folks from the world of franchising, franchisors and founders, franchise funders, and franchisees. Are you looking to find your perfect franchise? Or perhaps you are an independent business owner looking to grow and scale your business by setting up a franchise. Either way, our team can help you. Ion Franchising, where you will learn the A to Zs of franchise. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Ion Franchising. I'm your host, Lance Gralick. So today, you know, people say health is wealth, and I absolutely believe that. Uh, I'm not young anymore, but I got to hit the gym six days a week. So today, we are going to talk about fitness and franchising. And my guest is an author. He's a host of his own podcast called Fuel Your Drive. And he's the founder and CEO of the largest personal training company in the world, Josh York. Welcome to the show, Josh. Uh, thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, Josh, let's start with uh, way back when. How did little Josh become this uh, big dynamo in uh, fitness franchising? Hunger, right? Drive. Just uh, <laughs> this, just a uh, you know, never taking no for an answer and never settling at number two. The only number I like is number one. And uh, you know, I've always been into fitness. I always love helping people. You know, I, I always like to compare a personal trainer to a doctor. You you only you eat what you kill. Right. And at the end of the day, the most successful doctors are doctors that have practices and have multiple doctors working under them, under them. And the same thing, you know, goes with the personal training world. But no one's ever been able to professionalize the service or create this category. And for me, I've always been in health and fitness. And, uh, you know, I graduated college and they tell you you're supposed to get a nine to five job. And, you know, it would have been amazing if I was able to get a nine to five job working with someone like myself. <laughs> but I'm working in this negative environment with no opportunity, nowhere to grow. And, you know, I was, I just, I said, I can't do this. This is crazy. I, you know, I started looking at like statistics. It's an actual stat that 85% of people drive to work every day committing spiritual suicide. It, they're miserable. They, they hate Mondays. They love Fridays. And I was like, I can't live like this. So, you know, I was very successful as a personal trainer making, you know, high six figures as a personal trainer at the age of, 16, 17 years old, all the way through to like, you know, before I started gym guys when I was about 25. And uh, one of my clients came in late one day and said, Josh, I wish you can come to my house. I just don't have any equipment. And I just kept thinking about like this, like, you know, there's so many franchises out there, like so simple, like a cleaning franchise. Like how hard is it to get a car, throw a couple pieces of cleaning supplies in there, some rags, mops, some, you know, some, you know, some fluid, liquids, whatever you need. And go out and clean houses, but they created a system. They created, you know, a process. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. I came up with the name Gym Guys. Gym Guys stands for, it's an acronym. It says, get you motivated, goals uniquely yours, zero excuses. We're going to go out, service clients anywhere from their home office, pool, park, place of worship, corporations, 
literally anywhere. We bring the workout to you. Uh, we service over a thousand cities in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. And uh, we're just getting started. And I like to always say in the next 10 years, we will be the largest fitness brand in the world. You mark my words on that. And uh, it's super exciting. You know, it's great to make a living, but it's much better to make a difference. And that's the business we're in is helping people. I love it. That is absolutely fantastic. So when you got started, who, where did you come up with the idea of actually franchising? You mentioned the cleaning franchise, and that's a great Great model, obviously. I mean, there's so many great franchise models, but what what brought your attention to franchising? How did you fall into it? So it's funny, you know, obviously I knew nothing about franchising at all. And I just, you know, I knew like about McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts. And I used to be <laughs> like, man, it's like, you know, I remember I was having a conversation with a friend at the time and uh, I was telling him, you know, I was, you know, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to franchise it. And he laughed at me and he was like, what are you even saying? Like, you realize how hard that's that that is to do. Like, well, that just just so you know, after that day, I never spoke to that person ever again. Yeah, because uh, I don't I don't I don't surround myself with people like that. And that person did actually reach reach out recently. I just bought an eighteen thousand square foot building, um, you know, for my parents' dining rooms, is staring at basements for fifteen years. And he reached out, and you know, he was one of those, you know, who was like, oh, you know, I always knew you were going to do it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have, time to <laughs> I don't, but, I don't believe that. I don't remember any of that inspiration. <laughs> unbelievable. But anyway, you know, I, I, you know, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start this business and franchise it. And what I've always loved about franchising and I continue to prove, you know, my beliefs correct is you get to surround yourself with great people, other great people. And if you think you have all the answers, you're wrong. And no one builds anything great alone. You have to do it with a great team. And if you look at some of the biggest franchises in the world, some of the greatest ideas and concepts they've rolled out have been from their franchise partners. And I just, I just, you know, that, that used to get me really excited. And that's kind of how I got into it and started looking at it. And then, you know, it's, it's like a new world, right? And you think it's so big franchising, but when you actually get in involved in it, everybody knows everybody and it's it, everyone's willing to help each other. It, it's the best community ever. I've made such great friends with the franchising world. And, um, you know, I'm very happy I, I, I went that route. Yeah, no, that that's I love hearing that part of the story. That's just amazing. And, you know, look, I tell people all the time, even McDonald's, you mentioned the filet of fish and the Big Mac were created by franchisees. Yep. And the dollar menu from McDonald's. And, and the dollar menu. That You know, franchising is truly all about collaboration. So at myself being a franchise broker, I hear it from people all the time. You know, my candidates, my clients that say things like, well, you know, what's the difference between owning something on that I create on my own versus a franchise? And we get to the part about being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. They tend to forget that it's not just the training team, it's not just the founder, it's not just your success coach or franchise business consultant, whoever's assigned to you. It's the whole brotherhood and sisterhood of franchisees around you that are supporting you because you have one common goal. You're not worried about, as an independent owner, you're always worried about everything because you're completely by yourself on an island unless you pay for it, that, that help, right? Yep. So let's talk about your uh, let's talk about as you get started, your everyone always hears about how important it is your first franchisees. So in the early days, you get your franchise disclosure document. You're all legal. And, and what year was that? That was in 2014, 2014. And then selling those first 
you know, onboarding those first few franchisees? What was that selection process like? What, if anything, has changed over the years? Oh, my God. What has changed? <laughs> a, lot, a, a lot a lot has changed. Um, so it's uh, the last week in December of 2013. You know, we're just getting ready to get approved for franchising. You know, I have been running my business at this point for about eight years. My, my corporate territory, I never took one vacation. One vacation. My wife and I are just about to have our first son. She's, you know, she's pregnant, you know, what, wow. like four months pregnant. And she wants to take a vacation Christmas week. She wants to go to Cabo. I was very scared to do it. I didn't even actually want to even go. But I ended up going on vacation. It's the first trip I took in eight years. And, uh, you know, I'm now approved for franchising, you know, start of January, you know, and I'm, you know, everyone, you know, then again, you have those people like, how are you going to sell your first one? That's got to be impossible. And if you actually look at some of these stats, Lance, yeah. How many brands are actually they franchise and they never even sell one? Yes. The numbers are crazy. Like it's like yep. 60% or something. It's like such it's the numbers super high. I don't know if it's that high, but I remember reading it. It's very high. <laughs> but I love brownies, just so you know. I love a good gooey fudgy brownie. And this hotel had the best brownies in the world. Lance, I had a plate like I might even joke like this big. Like you deserved have... it, Josh. First vacation in eight years. <laughs> and I go back, I'm going back to my table, and some gentleman looks at me and he's like, Are you you're eating all that? And I was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. He's like, Well, how do you look like that? And he's like that. I was like, Well, I don't eat like this all the time, but you know, I'm on vacation, I'm enjoying myself, you know. Like one week's not gonna kill me, you know. I take care of myself. <laughs> we start talking. And you know, he's like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, you know, I run this company. We just started franchising. He's like, man, my son would love this. So now we go back to the table. Turns out my wife was already talking to his wife because we were sitting right next to each other. And they're both teachers. So they're already talking. He FaceTimes his son, Sam. Now, at this point, I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? Right. So I run up to my room to get my iPad because that's where the FDD is. Right. And I call the person who's helped me, the attorney and all that. I'm like. I, Lance, it was like, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night, right? And the one thing I loved about this one person, this one individual is he's just a nut. Like he doesn't, he'll pick up the phone anytime. I'm like, what do I do? He's like, all right, take a deep breath. He's like, you can show it to him. You can email it to him, have him sign this page. Like I didn't know anything at the time, right? Yep. Two weeks later, we closed our first franchise. That is that is that is one of the best stories I ever heard. <laughs> yeah, so but it gets better. So then, you know, I, I just keep driving and driving. So then I, I I pitched that story to Entrepreneur, got a full page story, a free full page story in the magazine. Have I sold the first one? Sold the next three from that. <laughs> and then it took off like a freaking wildfire. You've definitely heard the expression, you know, with franchising, with anything, momentum. It's all about momentum. Well, listen, yeah. it's all about mental, but but I don't want people to get this wrong because you will have lots of problems. Pressure makes diamonds, right? And at the end yep. of the day, if you think it's going to be easy, it's easy to say it's not easy to do, you know, yep. and there's lots of problems along the way. But, you know, that's pretty much how, how it started. And, uh, you know, I went from my parents' dining room to a very small office. The first office I had, it was so funny. And and this is also something I tell people all the time. Never take you should never take advice from people who haven't done something successful or you trust. Cause I remember yes. my wife telling me at the time, Josh, do not leave your parents' dining room. Are you crazy? You're gonna pay a thousand dollars for rent. Like I'm thinking now, like a thousand dollars then was so much to me. Like I think about it now, it's like a, it's like a joke, a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Um 
But the, the office was so small that Lance, if you would pull the chair back a little bit, you would, I had like, I squeezed three desks in one area. You knock like dominoes, everything over on all the tables. <laughs> then I had our conference room, which was really like, you could barely even fit two people in this room. And I put, I squished this table in there with like four chairs. You had to move out a chair just to close the door. It was yeah. so <laughs> tiny, but I sold franchises from there. Then yeah. we moved to our next office, which was a little bit bigger. Um, and then I ended up taking over another office next to that. And now I just, you know, bought this building. Um, but this is a matter of, you know, this is over 15 years, right? Like people don't understand. And I've only been honestly franchising. I'm not going to count 2020, but really just seven years. So we're in our seventh year, technically. So we're really just getting started. And, and it takes, you know, a good decade for anything to really become successful and create momentum. But that's how it all uh, started. Absolutely. That's such a great story. So Let's talk a little bit about your process and who would make, you know, who are you looking for? Who is who is the best gym guys franchisee? Great. So if most people think it's a trainer, that's the first thing they think. And it's not right. It's not a trainer. You know, we are looking for people with sales background, marketing background, people who understand what it takes to manage a team, people who understand leadership. Leadership is the number one most important thing. And honestly, in any business, but especially in our business, you got to be able to lead your team. You have to inspect what you expect. That's very, very important. And, you know, look, it helps if you have experience as a manager in a club. But, you know, this, again, this is a very different business. It's not a brick and mortar business. And this is why our business model, A, is so sexy. And the reason why we're selling like crazy and growing like crazy is because, you know, people see it, that this is the future. You know, look, we live in an Amazon world. Everything's about convenience. And I'm sure you ordered off Amazon the last hour, the last day, the last week. Or, you know, yeah, yesterday I did. There you go, because that, 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 that's the world we live in, and that's not going to change. It's only going to continue to get even more convenient. And, you know, you know, in, in a way, you know, companies like Amazon and DoorDash, they help our company because it, it continues to train the consumer behavior to, like, want it to them, you know, and, and that's yep. obviously helpful to us. Yeah. No, that, that's fantastic. So how many locations do you have or how many franchisees do you have now? All these We years? have 168 locations and Ooh. we service about a thousand cities uh, in the U.S., Canada and the U.K. I love, yeah, you've already made it to the Canada and the U.K. It's amazing. So as far as, so let's say all these years later, you, you, you think about your top 10%, your best franchisees, the brain trust, so to speak. What did they do specifically before? Is it a wide variety of people? We know they weren't all trainers. Yep, yep, yep. It, it, it's it's a little it's a mix of everything to be honest with you. And listen, I'm going to give you the, the facts right now. Successful people move faster, talk faster, have energy, don't take no for an answer. And just like I'm hoping everyone who's listening to this brushes their teeth twice a day, right? I hope so. Okay, right. And you brush it if it rains, you brush it if it's sunny, thunderstorm, snowstorm, you brush your teeth, right? Absolutely. Same rules apply in business. If you people think motivation is what's going to get them there, motivation is the biggest bunch of nonsense ever. Motivation will last for, last for about five seconds. You have to be disciplined every single day. People, you know, people wonder why, you know, Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant's Kobe Bryant or Wayne Gretzky's Wayne Gretzky. All they would do is shoot that ball and that puck over and over and over yep. and over again. Yep. Practice makes permanence. And the, 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 the top people in the system, they don't stop. 
They're also involved in everything. They're at every single conference. They're on every single call. They ask questions. They're they're always interested, right? They want to learn. You know, look, I got people in this business making seven figures. Like, you know, and you remember, you're in a business model that doesn't have a lot of expenses. You have higher profit margins, which is the key because you have no brick and mortar. But business is not easy. I, I literally tell people when I get on a CEO call before people come to the point where they're going to buy you know, and, and again, I shouldn't say buy because we award franchises. We do yeah. not sell them. We award them. I want the right people in this system. You know, it's great to do this. But let me tell you something. I learned this a long time ago. Quality is much better than quantity. OK, absolutely. Uh, you know, you can have a 500 people doing $100,000 a year. or You can have, you know, 200 people doing $2 million a year. Right. Yep. So that's very important. But at the end of the day, what I what I what I really see in, in the top franchise partners is they're just they're never satisfied they always want more and that is really one of the most important things it's key and you know and again you know leadership not everyone has leadership abilities from day one but the key is you have to be okay with being uncomfortable if you're not going to be okay with being uncomfortable you're never going to get comfortable and fear is the greatest indicator that you should do it like every time i'm scared of something i i, I go there's my little my, my clue right success leaves clues it's that it's so real that saying it's so real i've heard that a yep. long time ago and it's so true because it's almost it's it's like a game you yep. just have to be able to play and understand you just don't quit yeah but you know you're you're dropping so much knowledge here i'm loving it and it, it, it's amazing that success leaves clues is something that i've said often as well and that's the beauty when people are fearful they can talk to you. They can talk to your existing franchisees through the yep. validation process and start to understand what's the best way to cure fear is not only doing it, but it's going through the process and getting educated and realizing I got to do that. And, yep. you know, look, to use a fitness sort of analogy, you know, aren't people, hey, if a guy gets to 400 pounds and he hasn't worked out his entire life or maybe since, you know, elementary school, isn't he scared of what that first day is going to be like? But at the end of the day, you think of what the goal is, right? That's all it is. Fitness, True. health, wealth, it's 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 all the same. Let's talk about, all right, let's talk about the investment level. You mentioned we know there's money to be made in this business. You wouldn't have the growth that you do, you know, franchisees, some doing, you know, seven figures. What is the investment? What's on this van? Give kind of a day in the life of what a gym guy's franchisee does. Yeah, yeah. Well, the investments from sixty-six thousand to one sixty-six, and that's just the difference between territories. And pretty much ninety-five percent, everyone does three territories because it's growth opportunity. And that, you know, that would leave you at the hundred and sixty-six range. But a day in a life, it depends on how you're coming into the business. You know, some people come into the business semi-passive, but they do have someone else involved who's got skin in the game, a little bit more money to bring to the table. Um, and others come in as an owner-operator. And you know, and honestly, it's the great thing about what we do here is we do so much for our franchise partners. Like some of my billion dollar friends that are in the franchise world, they tell me I, we do way too much, but you know what? I want people to be able to work on their business, not in their business. So, you know, we recently started an HR program and obviously due to joint employer, you can't actually hire, but we've taken over that whole process. We pick out all the rock stars, screen them, vet them, source them. We create all the relationships with the largest, the, the largest personal training certification uh, companies in the world. And we literally then give it to them on a silver platter and say, here's 10 people. Pick who you want. Like we make it that. I love easy. it. 
If calls don't get answered by the third ring, they come to our world world headquarters here. I don't have sales pros answering the phone. I got sales animals answering the phone, booking the assessments, putting it on their schedule. Eventually, we're going to roll that into a call center, which makes it even easier. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, for you to hire a secretary, you're going to pay $55,000, $60,000 alone just to do something like that. We're going to take that off the plate. You know, the B2B has been growing like crazy. We're, we're going to get a lot of big accounts. We just closed a very big account that I can't disclose on here due to NDA, but it's one of the biggest in the world and uh, it's bringing in a lot of revenue and when a franchise corporate, corporate wellness type thing. Correct. Yes. Love it. And when a franchise partner starts and they could open in eight weeks, they start with a plate, right? Just an empty plate. But then you pull one of these partnerships on the plate. You pull another one, the senior homes, assisted living facilities, condos, daycares, all this stuff we're continuing to do to grow and scale. That's where it's at, right? <clears throat> that's, that's what's going to really, really, really skyrocket and obviously help them grow. So, so, Josh, back to the age-old question. Why do I need a franchise? Boy, if you can't figure it out with gym guys, you got a problem, right? Listen, I have so many people <laughs> tell me, oh, I could just do this on my own. You know what I say? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. People, people, think, people think that they can do it on their own. Listen, we also do all the marketing. All the marketing. You're responsible for owning the community and putting out materials in your market and building relationships, but we do all that for you. And if you want to make money, let me tell you, you need to spend money. And we have it so dialed down to the T where we'll say, listen, you want to get 20 leads a month, 30, 40, 50, here's what you have to spend. The the, the system works. All you got to do is follow it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the system. So when when I, as a broker or anybody brings you a lead, a potential franchisee. Let's talk about a little bit about your process. You know, when they get the FTD, when they get to review that unit economics, validation, however you do it, meet the team yep. day. Yep, 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 sure, sure. So it's a six-step process. And the first call is an intro call. And we want to find out their why. Why? Why do they want to do this? What's the what's their why? That's the number one most important thing. You know, going after we kind of figure that out, we go through a welcome presentation, giving them a little overview of the brand. Once that call is done, we'll send out a request for consideration. So, you know, again, we don't sell franchises, we award them. So we send out that request. We want to make sure, you know, you fill all that information out and you actually get it back to us in a timely fashion. Because if you don't, that's a red flag to me, right? If you don't fill out the form, trust me, we're not coming after you because I'm not going to bring you in the system because that shows some characteristics that I don't like to see from day one. Right. After we get that form back. We review it. We set up another call. We review the FTD. Send out the FTD, go through the FTD. Then we give them some time to review that FTD. After they review that FTD, we then have a CEO call. So I will jump on a call, whether it's one-on-one or with multiple new possible franchise partners, answer their questions, give them a story about how we started, where we are, where we're headed, how we're going to get there, talk about worldwide domination and helping people and changing lives because that's what we're all about. And then from there, they speak to some of our franchise partners. They go through validation, right? Talk to some owners, you know, and again, you know, ask those questions that they want to get some answers on because some things we're not able to disclose. It's better getting it from the franchise partner that goes well. They come for a team day and then we sign them, get them up and running in eight weeks. I love it. I love it. So, uh, you know, I want to go back to you. You mentioned asking them about their why and and you kicked off the, the show today talking about, you know, uh, certain characteristics you like and, and, and you need to have in people and, why, you know, you had an awful experience uh, as an employee, as I did, which is why I became my own boss. So when you're asking people about their why, I mean, I'm assuming most of them are like, you know, I hate my job. I hate my boss. I hate the fact that I'm controlled by someone else. I mean, what are those common answers you hear? 
Yeah, sometimes they are. You know, it's, you know, see, you know, not to shift this for a second, but it's like we have such an amazing culture here at, at my headquarters and my corporate team. It's not even normal. Like, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make more millionaires here than anyone's ever done in the business. Like, I'm like that's one of my one of my my missions. Like that that's going to happen. And people don't understand like you can be an entrepreneur and you can be an entrepreneur, and they both can be very, very successful. And sometimes, you know, the entrepreneur is more like the franchise partner, you know, not as much risk, right? Because the system's in place, you know, yes, you're going to have to deal with challenges and stress and all that. But when you surround yourself with other great people and you bring them in, that's how you're going to be able to really build a strong foundation, great business. But like, you know, things I typically hear, you know, it, it, it ties a lot into that culture. Like, you know, yeah. you know, you know, I worked here at this company for 15 years and no one ever asked me how I was doing or, you know, how I feel, or they don't even know my children's name. Like yeah. I know everything about every one of my team members and I actually do want to talk to them about it. I do care. And I also have a lot of fun here. Like, you know, the, the, the reason my podcast and my book is named fuel, you drive all that is because fuel is the four pillars of success. Fun, unity, earnings, and leadership. And we're going to break them down in a second. And then you have drive. Obviously, you're not driving anywhere without fuel. Drive, those are our core values. Everyone has to embody them. Determination, respect, integrity, versatility, and excellence. Now, when you break down fuel, the first one is fun. Can you run a business without having fun? Heck no. If, if you, if you I, don't want, to, I don't want to, but can of you? Of course you could. If, if you try to. You're going to end up in that that stat I gave you about 85% of people that drive to work every day miserable. Yeah. We have lots of fun. Laser tag, dodgeball, renting out the movies, kickboxing <laughs> events, fitness events. Well, we do all types of crazy stuff. Um, you know, for Halloween, we're having a huge party, right? Like we, we do fun things. We laugh a lot. We have a great time because you could work hard, but you got to play hard too. And you got to have a good time. So fun can't go. Next one, unity. Teamwork makes the dream work. If there's no teamwork, it's never going to work. Okay. Next one, earnings. If you're not making money, that's not going to work. And the last one is leadership. Good leaders will create other good leaders. You must lead by example. You know, and I use my kids as an example all the time. My kids are young and I don't tell them to do anything. They just watch me every day and they put out the garbage. They, my, my son, you know, he knows the license plate numbers to the vans. He, he is, it's just crazy. But he just follows what I do and he's got great energy. And, you know, I remember back in the day when I was in school, teachers used to say I was so hyper. I wouldn't sit still. I wouldn't stop talking. But let me tell you something. A closed mouth will never get fed. And if you don't have energy, you don't have anything. And you're not going to be able to sell. You're not going to be able to get people excited. Energy is contagious. Energy is important. And you want to be successful. You better start working on that. Yeah, no, I, I love your energy. I always have. So that is just keep doing what you're doing. Let's talk numbers now. Yes. You know, a lot of people listening that are interested in uh, franchise business, they're hearing you, they're loving your energy, loving culture, loving everything. So numbers, obviously you have people that are doing incredibly well within gym guys. How do you break that down? Yeah, so we break it down, uh, average revenue per trainer. So what a full-time trainer could bring in, and it's around 177,000 per trainer in gross sales. Average locations have anywhere from five to 10 trainers. I got some locations that have over 30, right? Wow. So just, you know, put those numbers together and you'll figure 30 out. trainers. That's amazing. And and is that like one city or is that? That's actually in three territories, four territories. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, the numbers are powerful, but you got to drive your business. You got to drive yeah. your business every single day. You know, I'm sure people listen to me, they get excited, they get motivated. The problem is 
And here's where I'm going to call you out is you don't take action, though. Yeah. You're waiting for like the perfect day. You want it to be sunny with a 72 degrees out and the flowers blooming and all the birds chirping. It doesn't work like that. Yep. The time is now. Like I actually have in the process, we, we make this very clear. Once you're awarded, you have seven days to sign and fund. You know, obviously, willingly, everything's in place and you're good to go. If you don't, we part ways and you're friends because that, that tells me right there, you don't know how to make a decision. And if you yeah. don't know how to make a decision, that's going to hurt you in business severely. So, yeah. you know, and I've learned that the hard way because, you know, obviously I've had challenges along the way. And, you know, you can't you can't get to the other side without eating the dirt. You can't get to the other side without enduring the pain. And this is why I'm a big believer in suffering every day. I use fitness as that. I, I, I do things that most people would probably end up in a hospital with. And I've trained myself over the years, whether it's my cardio, whether it's my ice baths, my insane heat saunas I do. I, I do all types of crazy stuff. But I believe when you suffer like that, and it's, 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 you know, 30, 40 minutes of your day of pure suffering. For me, it's about two hours every day. But when someone walks in on a Monday morning without giving you two weeks and quits, does it really bother you? No, because you're so strong here. This right. is where it's all at. And I will tell you right now, your mindset's 80% of everything. Yeah. 80% of everything. And people think they need to be the most brilliant, smartest person in the world and have all these abilities and be super book smart. Let me tell you something. Sometimes the people who are the most smartest are not as successful as they could be. Why? Because they think things through way too much. Yes. I fire, aim, ready. Most people like to go ready, aim, fire. <laughs> you know, I've closed some of the biggest deals in my life, Lance. We're just yep. telling them, absolutely. And I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. I figured it out after. Yeah. What's that the old is, expression about a, a typical entrepreneur jumps out of a perfectly good airplane holding the the parachute and puts it on as he's going down? <laughs> that's it. That's it. And, 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 he builds and, it. And, it, and it's the truth. You know, it's the truth. But, you know, have, have I had severe days of suffering and, you know, sitting in a casino one night, almost putting my life savings down to make payroll. I could tell you the craziest stories in the world of things I've gone through to get to where we are today. I literally ate cans of tuna fish every single day for six years straight just to save money. Like if I look at tuna fish, I, I actually get nauseous. I could throw up because I just can't even look at it anymore. I've ate it so much. Like, and look, and look where you are now buying an 18,000 square foot building. That's because I'm willing to pay the price, you know, and the problem is, you know, being broke is hard. Being successful is hard. Choose your heart. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, it, it, so it, well said. It's, 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 it's the truth. You know, people think, you know, oh, my God, this is so scary. What am I going to do? If you only knew half the things I've done, you would be like, this guy is crazy. But you know what? I'm not crazy because I believe in myself. I've double, triple mortgaged my home. I could tell you the craziest things I've done to get to where we are today. And I own 100% of my company. And I will never lose. I will never lose. And that's why we have the most amazing franchise partners, because they know that. And look, during COVID, of course, I reached out. I listened to, you know, I reached out to all my top my top mentors, um, you know, people that run hundred million plus billion dollar brands. Josh, you need to lay off 60 percent of your team or furlough them or you're going out of business. I refuse to do that because the first place I listen is right here. I, I listen to my heart first and my head second. Was it painful? Yeah. But what do you think my team thinks of me now? They know no matter what, we'll never, we'll never lose because I will never let it happen. I will never let it happen. And no matter how bad things get, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? 
Are you, are you going to die? Or is it going to be like some tragic? No, you figure it out. Yep. That's it. And that's how you win. And that's franchising. You know, when the shit hits the fan, like a pandemic, guess what? You got Josh York as your franchisor. You're going to be fine. Figure out how to get some PPP money. Everybody will get through. Things will be fine. I, I do have a, a fitness-related question, because how could I not ask you this question? You brought up the pandemic. As we all go through the pandemic and statistics start to come out, you know, America is the most obese developed country in the world. With all of this access to fitness, why is it that that's still the case? If you see what's happening lately in the fitness industry, you know, Peloton just laid off another 500 people. You know, uh, the problem is these companies, and I don't like to talk bad about anybody, but, and, yeah. uh, but like at the end of the day, these companies have expiration dates because people are naturally procrastinators. They can't turn on the app. They're not going to use the machine. The treadmill becomes a great clothing rack or the bike or whatever it is. People need accountability. And this is why our service is so needed. And this is why the demand's so high. Like I look at a dashboard every day, like Lance, it's crazy. Like the amount of leads we get in for like clients, like sometimes like it gives me like goosebumps. Cause I'm like, I think back to when I started this, like, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of leads. It's wild. You're in demand. It, the demand is super high. And that's why I knew I was going to solve this problem. And you have to be able to solve a problem. And this is a big problem because people don't realize that fitness can be fun and you can make it fun, but you just need to be active. And this is the message we're delivering in the mission to you know be able to change as many lives as we can and do it worldwide. Absolutely. That's amazing. So Josh, any final thoughts? That was a wonderful final thought, but I know you, I know you got more uh, final thoughts for the day. Uh, any we, words we, we of wisdom? Talk, we, we could talk for hours, man. I, <laughs> I keep going. You know, look, words of wisdom. If you believe something, right. And you have a feeling that you want to do something, you just do it. Okay. You just do it. You don't question it. You don't do it. I always like to say, you can cut out a piece of paper and put it over the dial of your watch and write N O W because the time is always now. And it should always be now. And you should always take action. And, you know, the ones who sit around and just wait, someone like me is going to come in and eat your meal. So take action, believe in yourself. And it's just very simple. Just don't quit. That's it. Just don't quit. And don't pay attention to the noise out there. Don't pay attention to how this one's doing or how this one's doing. Because at the end of the day, everyone's journey is different. Focus on yourself. And great things will happen. Love it. Great way to end it. The time is now. Josh York, founder, CEO of Gym Guys. Thank Thanks you, Lance. for being here, Josh. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening today. Please like, follow, and subscribe. This is Lance Kralik. Until next time.